Welcome, Welcome to Show Us Your Bits. I'm Alice Rivers Cripps, the founder and creative director of Posh Totty Designs. We are the original hand stamp jewellery company. I've been doing it since 2004. And I'm Josie Lloyd, a friend of Alice's, and I'm an author based in Brighton. And together we came up with the idea of a podcast about the stories behind the jewellery that people wear, because we're always fascinated by the shiny bits, aren't we? We are so fascinated. And also there are so many tales. Each week, we'll be talking to each other with some anecdotes about our lives, and we'll be introducing a special guest. We've got some great guests lined up for you. For oh, you. so many amazing guests. It's and very finding, exciting. And delving into their jewellery boxes and finding out the story behind the keepsakes that they really love. Behind their bling. Let's get on with the show. So this episode, Alice, is called Seen, Heard and Feeling Special, a very wonderful message from our guest coming up but I have to say we have been hearing each other because we're back to choir we are back to choir and we are well I've been singing for two weeks you came yeah I you know tried to pick it up as you you went on but you were very good but the hard bit was the clapping okay I'm not gonna lie I couldn't get the clapping for love nor money it's lovely though to sing in such a big group I've got to say that there is something so kind of um inspirational you know there's a real passion that kind of fills you up when you're actually standing there with all these lovely different types of people where it's it's like an array of people and you're all kind of singing there together as a community and it feels it feels feels very uplifting at the end doesn't it and also you kind of as the as the time goes on you really lose your inhibitions and you just get into it because you just you know in it in it to win it and you yeah. just started Vanessa, Vanessa our wonderful choir leader is very inspirational she's but she's incredible. she's brilliant she brings us all together and of course there's a room full of like 200 adults who all want to chat and are li- mentioning no names <laughs> might want to sit next to me and chat a lot we got told off we did actually week. got told yeah um yeah no yeah it's not it's not good <laughs> but um but also I'm not singing very well at the moment because I'm completely snuffled up yeah a bit snuffling um, what's going on so friends came to stay at the weekend and they bought their cat. What? I know. Who brings their cat? Um, know, hang on. So house guests for the weekend and they bring a cat. Yes, they bring a cat down from London for the weekend. <laughs> um, the cat had never left their house before, but suddenly came and spent a weekend with us, which is lovely, except for my husband and I are absolutely allergic to cats. So now I've been sneezing ever since. And my eyes are like two piss holes in the snow. And, no. um, oh, and no. You know, I mean, and now I'm, I'm just a bit... That's so, so weird. Um, did the cat actually go outside? No, 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 no. So it's an indoor cat. It's oh, a very yeah. beautiful indoor cat. I mean, is it's, it like a it's lovely. Cat it's a very is... beautiful. I went to a we had super a... luxurious yeah. cat. I've not got great form with cats. No, I've, I've babysat cats twice and they've died on my watch. And <laughs> yeah, and also neighbours, elderly cats, but they've gone away for some holiday and I've both times, both Finished times, them off. they've being looked after me is finished them off I've not got great track and also we had these fabulous mates uh Anna and Phil um who are wonderful journalists and they're still going strong they lived in London and they had this beautiful Siamese cat like proper beautiful Siamese cat and they lived on this, in this second floor flat I'm sitting on the counter in their kitchen because we were young I could get up on a counter then I couldn't do that now anyway I opened the window a fraction and the cat went out. And then I realised that they were indoor cats and I had to try and lure this cat back in from the ledge before Anna came in and found out. So stressful. I've never heard of an indoor cat before. I thought it wasn't a thing. I thought, you, how can you keep a cat indoors for life? But, mean, d- they, but my friends live on the Thames and the idea of it being an outdoor cat 
would be quite short-lived so you know unless they put a big kind of rubber ring around it you know and threw out the window it wouldn't survive long that's obviously why but it's just bizarre I'm sure cats are meant to go and travel over fences and around gardens and and the thing is I bet they actually do I'm sure most cats kind of there's a there was that wonderful program where they had they put video cams on cats and they just went and ate all the food from other people's houses I mean they're quite sneaky cats I'm very much much more in love with my dog I'm I'm a dog dog person my ziggy dog all day long but anyway I digress and that and that in Brighton of course you meet so many people because of dogs because everybody's out walking their dogs and and in Brighton you also get people walking their cats yes true true there was this um there was this guy walking along the beach not so long ago and he had this little pug and hit that and the dog is called woman so he would go woman that's hysterical but that's a very good way of meeting people in Brighton but our guest oh how inspirational is she she is all about bringing people together and community and 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 I felt so uplifting talking to her meeting her and I can't wait for she really really cares and I'm just um so excited to get her on because when I met her the other day it was just a real joy to meet somebody who was so passionate about what she's doing so yes let's introduce our lovely guest Lindsay Clay yay Welcome to Show Us Your Bits. It's lovely to see you. Thank you for having me. So Lindsay Clay, um, we met over some fries um, only last week and then we got talking and it turns out that you've got this incredible business called Connected Brighton where you're basically connecting people in and around Brighton and it's it's all sorts of types of people, isn't it? So could you tell me a little bit more about it? Yeah, sure. So this is our (laughs) third year of Connected Brighton. So the whole idea behind it was lockdown was starting to end I'm single divorced I don't have children and I realized that I didn't have the same evening friends that I'd had before and being a bright girl born and bred I'd watched all these lovely brilliant independent businesses struggle and I thought what can I what can I do to help them get back on their feet because the, the thought of Brighton not being boutique and unique anymore and the chain swooping in like broke my heart and I thought I just can't be the only person in this position in my 40s that just needs some new friends so I started writing an Instagram just about Brighton gained a following really quickly and then started taking people out for dinners because I thought I can't do something on my own but maybe I could do something in a group and now we take people out twice a week and we do dinners tours tastings activities we encourage people to be a um, tourist in the hometown or the town that they now call home we attract lots of people that have moved here over the last five years especially those that moved in the pandemic and never got a chance to build any connection we also attract people who've moved here for someone. Um, so we don't have like one particular avatar. We've attached people who've lost their partners in their 40s and they're just looking for a new crowd. So it's a very kind of gentle over 35 group who love supporting local businesses, doing bespoke events and just having a peer-to-peer social network and doing something different. It's so Isn't wonderful. It yeah, it's wonderful. And I, I mean, I'm actually on Connected Brighton and I get your amazing newsletter. I've put lots of people in touch with it from my swimming gang because... I swam all the way through lockdown and I met quite a lot of people who were in their 40s single had come down to Brighton and I know that they really enjoy Connected Brighton so and it's wonderful and it's also that fabulous thing of all these fabulous restaurants we've got and fabulous small businesses and and supporting them is just the most amazing thing so and uh, it's really interesting as well because you almost get like a real bespoke treat if you are part of it as well don't you it's it's kind of it's not quite the same as just going into a, a restaurant you end up offering um, a really special service. 
Yeah, that's thing. I really wanted it to feel different to people because we're not we're not meetup. You know, meetup is amazing if you're on a budget or you're into like one particular hobby. Then you should definitely look at meetup. And where we're a bit different is that we wanted to offer something really bespoke and a bit bougie to people for them to get to know the city they now live in. So talking to the independents, the great thing about them is that they can do you our own menu with our logo at the top, or they're prepared to do something a little bit different for us, whether then as activity, or we get to meet the owner of the restaurant and they come and tell us their story. You know, we've got a dinner safari this month where we're trekking from Nostos down to Pesca and then to Carne. And those in, the independents are great for that, but you can't do that with anyone else. And that's what I've always been really proud of with Connected is that we're giving you a really bespoke experience to get to know the city that you live in and to support those independents and encourage you to go back. It's never like a one and done. So we try and get the um, the owners to give you offers. We sponsor, we're sponsored by various businesses that offer um, discounts to our members, like really encouraging people to put their pound back in boutique in Unique Brighton. Were you surprised when you set it up um, that it went so viral so quickly? Have you been surprised by how people have taken to it? Well, because I didn't have anything to compare it to. I was actually just really hard on myself about it because... I just always wanted more and I obviously I want more members to come out with us and I see the value that we give to the people that do come and it's how do I reach the rest of them because I know this is amazing and watching the relationships and friendships and the community profile that we have now and to, to influence people and we're using that influence for good. I think really it's only now, now that I can look back and now I've got to know some other businesses and we started our singles brand, I've now got a comparator and I'm incredibly proud of the just how this has resonated with people. Like making friends as adults is hard. And life doesn't always work out the way that you think it's going to. And it's very confronting to be in a position where you need new friends in your 40s or 30s. Or you've just made this enormous life change to make a new city your home. And where do you begin? It's a difficult thing to admit to some people. But this is a real kind of thing. How did... Was this this come did this come from your own sense of loneliness? Definitely, and I've really resisted that the word lonely. I think because I'm like you know because I'm because I'm in this position of being divorced and I don't have my own family that I don't want to admit to being lonely. Like I talk about being alone, like I have felt very alone at times. Like it's me myself and I that are paying the mortgage on on my house. You know, me myself and I got to get through this today. But to admit to be lonely was really like really hard because that felt like I'd failed in some way. Because I do have my whole brand. So brand Lindsay Clay is all about how to empower people to live a better life, because that's what I've empowered myself to do after all the adversity I've gotten through. And to then say, actually, some days I'm really lonely. That felt very confronting for me. But we've actually partnered with um, Together Co, who are the loneliness charity in the city, and they do tons of amazing things to help people. They did some market research and 22,000 people in Brighton feel lonely regularly. That's 10% of the population of Brighton and Hove. So that won't just be old people, that will be all sorts of people. And so we're trying to do more and more about loneliness, knowing now that there's all these statistics around it. It's the same as smoking like 15 cigarettes a day in terms of the damage it does to your body when you feel lonely. And I think somewhere like Brighton, we've got so many ways that you can connect to people, but it's giving people the confidence to do it. So people have said to me, it's taken them a year to come out with me. Like I've been watching you for a year is quite a common phrase because people are scared they are lonely they want to do something about it but to your point it's that's a really hard place to be and to admit to to being lonely so we're trying to make it easier for people like we're acknowledging that this is hard but we're going to make it easier for you like I give everybody a big hug when they come to my events big hug when they leave we keep it in small groups you have a genuine chance of connection so it's not too intimidating it's like busy enough but small enough that you feel safe and that point of feeling safe has been 
an enormous part of the success of Connected that we've always shown the different people that come to our events. I drive everyone mad taking photos, but representation really matters to people to think, oh, actually, maybe this is a crowd I could I could get on and with. And I, I heard um, from two of the people that I spoke to um, last week who were a part of the Connected um, Brighton, they were saying about how you welcome everybody in so much, but you're also, you know, there's lots of shy people that really you know, like you say, that I haven't haven't come before. And um, you're really, you engage with everybody yourself, which is, oh. it must be quite exhausting for you though, because you're kind of getting to know everybody, but that's what makes it so special, I guess. Oh yeah, it was really important to me that everybody feels seen and heard and understood because a lot of the time people are coming because they've resonated with my story. You know, I went through IVF and had a miscarriage that led to my divorce and that led to me just having a total breakdown of what was my life going to look like now and I've, and I've rebuilt it and I talk about it really openly and I didn't expect to when it came to Connected when I wrote my blog about infertility not the blueprint on Instagram I was very open and very raw and very vulnerable on that blog but when I built Connected it felt like this was the kind of the next step of that journey you know not the blueprint had been my recovery from that and realizing the grief of it all you know lost my best friend I wasn't going to have a family anymore I don't fit in anymore and if I don't fit in what do I do you know we're pack animals that's how we survive and so now kind of you know my whole tagline for that was if you don't um when you don't fit the blueprint break the mold and you know if you don't fit in stand out and so when I built connected it felt like oh this is the next step of the journey because now I am stronger and now I want to help other people in a in a similar position but I really expected to just share pictures of Brighton and beautiful food and cocktails and to not talk about that vulnerable side of my story and then very quickly people were like well why are you doing this and if I'm going to spend money with you, who are you? And they come out on the events and they're like, well, why did you set it up? And so then I end up talking about the story all the time. So other people who've gone through various trauma in different guises, they can they trust me with them, with their story and with them when they come out, because they know that I'm going to treat them really respectfully and recognise what they've gone through to get here. Change doesn't come with balloons and a banner, but it's hard to make that transition for people. So for me, making everyone feel seen, heard and special is, is absolutely the, the thing that makes us different. I've, I've heard about meetup groups where the host doesn't even like look you in the eye and if they don't fancy you, they leave. <laughs> you know, like some real horror stories. And I just think that's, I never want that. I want everyone to feel like they belong. You can't stop here. You can't stop with Brighton. You've got to get it out there because it's so important. Like you say, it's so important for mental health. It's, it's just amazing. You know, we go to on holiday to this little place in Spain, in Mallorca. And in our local village, all of the old people, all everybody comes out into the square. Everyone. Mm. And it's not just old people, anyone. And that's across Europe. part of the community. And I think we've really lost something. In like this the country. Italians in their little kind of hilltop towns, they all do that as well. And they're the ones that live the longest. So there is something, you know, there is definitely some science behind this. Yeah. And I just don't, I think, do you think culturally we need to, to shift to make sure that, that we don't, people don't just become isolated? Oh, definitely. I think it's really hard for people to meet people to want to be with. There's lots of social infertility where people just never find that person at the right time to have children with. We're very good at labelling everything nowadays. And so I think your label doesn't match my label, then we're not going to get on. We become sort of quite tribal. And it's, then it's quite hard if you're a bit of a generalist to fit in somewhere. And I think we've never been more digitally connected before physically disconnected because in the pandemic led to this hybrid working so we're not even making the connections at work now so that's that, where I think connected has also been very successful yeah because people aren't getting what they need from the workplace which is what they would have previously done 
Yeah. I think, I mean, I've got friends who are single and they're in their 40s and they're living at home and they're working at home. And, they, you know, if one of my friends, she's, she's gone, the swimming sort of saves her, but she's really, really wanting to shake things up. Completely because she isolated. Can't, she's totally isolated and all of those decisions on your own. And my my daughter is, my oldest daughter is 23 and she's work, she works from home one day week, but she came home to work from home in between houses and she was just on her computer. She didn't look up for all the days. And I just, I just went, oh, darling, this is not good. This is not good for your health. And I think a lot of people are working like that and it's really bad. It's really bad. I mean, I, I work like one day a week from home and I find that hard enough because I find that I'm colder. I find that I'm sitting on my own. And sometimes I'll be like, does anyone want to go out? Does anyone <laughs> want to meet me for lunch? You know, I mean, I'm such a people person. I need people around me. I am so desperate for kind of conversation. Um, I'm not that great on my own, if I'm honest. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I like a bit of time on my own, but it is just, I honestly think that there are so many young people who aren't learning the skills either. So they're kind of, you know, they're sitting on their own in front of a computer all day. Then how are they supposed to interact? How are they learning how to interact? How are they learning how to meet new people? I write novels, so I work in publishing. And what I'm noticing is that people are doing their little bit of their job, but there seems to be no joined up cohesion across the board. Mm. For a, for a book going from start to finish, it's quite it's quite disjointed now because people are just doing their bit well, but there's no yeah. overall, overall cohesion that I'm spotting. I've really noticed that. Yeah, we talk about, I've hosted the Brighton Business Show on Radio Reverb and we've talked about this a lot in terms of mental health and what it means for organisations to really rally their, their troops and, and do it in a genuine way appreciating that we are working so differently now and the impact that that can have on people. This is a great moment to ask you about your incredible jewellery that you make. When I my marriage was very much about to end um, on the back of our a failed IVF, some really lovely friends of my husband asked us to be godparents to their daughter. And um, it was actually quite painful because that she is the same age as what the child we would have had of would be. And so I was a bit like, oh, God, having to be tied to a child, I'm going to have to watch, <laughs> go through all the things that my child would have gone through. But it was all from this really lovely place of love. But I was very conscious that this marriage was likely not to last. But I wanted to take my role seriously as godmother. And I thought, how can I let her know where I am? Because I have a funny feeling I'm not going to be around to watch her grow up. And so I was also looking at christening presents, like, these are just not very cool. You know, what's the point of giving a kid you know, a bracelet that they can only wear for so long. Like, why would you do that? So I thought, actually, I'm going to do something really different. So I got a really pretty card. I bought um, a picture frame. I took the glass out of the picture frame. I wrote her a card and I told her how much I cared for her and that she was brave and beautiful. And if she ever needed me, this is where she could find me. And gave her my email and my phone number, my mum's address. Um, and then I framed a really pretty necklace over the top of this card and then sealed it in the frame. So it meant that you could feel and touch the necklace and it had a really pretty card attached to it but nobody knew that when she was old enough and she takes that off her wall to wear that necklace she'll find this secret note from me and I told her mum about it to say oh yeah there's a little note to her you know when she's big enough to wear it you know then she'll find this message from me and at the christening they had this table of all the presents and they put my frame on the top and people kept asking me where I'd bought it from and I was like oh I didn't buy it I made it and it always really stuck with me. And then it was just before lockdown, actually. I just had this, I've had this with all my businesses where I just can't not do it. <laughs> but I really want to just see if I can 
make a few of these for people because whenever I've told people this story, they've really resonated with it or they've really loved the idea of it. And so it all just happened really easily, like the whole universal flow. So I ordered these picture frames that were very easy to open. I did lots of motivational messages like be lucky, always have faith, you are loved, all these kind of lovely messages. Like, it's going to hang on your wall. I want it to be motivational. I'm, if you walk around my house, it's literally just like one big motivational quote. And I wanted that for these kids to like look at that every day and, you know, tell them that they're, they're loved and that they're lucky and to always have faith and to trust the path that they're on. And so then I, and that came, and that was really easy, did loads of different colours. And then I found this really lovely wholesaler and got some really nice different jewellery bits. And then I made them. And so now I have all these different coloured cards that have these really nice motivational messages. And they each have a sticker on the back that says, open me. Because I wanted them to know that they need to open it one day. <laughs> and then inside there's a little notelet card. And in the notelet card, you can write your message to that person. And the idea was that it was for children. So good christening presents. Actually, when I started making them, I was making them for all my friends and then sending them all like really emotional messages in the back <laughs> about how much I cared for them. Every member of my family now has one. Like you go to everyone's house and like they've got one of these like set up somewhere. Um, and people have taken them and bought them for their kids and like whether it's money in the back or photographs in the back or a longer message. But it is like a time capsule um, that, you know, what the whole time it's on the wall, it offers you one thing in terms of obviously being very beautiful and the motivational message. And then you get to get the time capsule aspect when you open it and you read your notes at the back. It's a fabulous, it's, it's a absolutely so fabulous beautiful. Idea. What a fabulous idea. And I'm not surprised that people absolutely love them because it's something, something so powerful in giving something personal with a message I've... it's it's a brilliant idea and I think also the kind of the, the meaningful element of it is it's back to what we do at Posh Totty Designs with the meaningful personalized jewelry you know it can be really simple but if it's got that message behind it, it suddenly becomes so much more important and I would I the, all the things I've built business-wise have always been things that I've wanted for myself like I would have loved to open a a picture frame that had a letter from my dad you know passed away when I was 21 like, I would love that you know all of that or for my from various people in our family or from friends I you know it's so special to it's just the thing that always comes back to it for me of being like seen heard and feeling special I do think that your product though have you actually is it on Etsy is it somewhere that we can actually purchase it because it's such a lovely idea no actually I kind of I stopped doing them. I stopped doing them. Um, and now they just sit around my house. I just, I haven't restocked. They were on Etsy for a while, but maybe they will make a comeback at some point. If anybody wants me to make them one, then they can drop me a message. And yeah. I'll have and a where look. Where can people find you, Lindsay? So you can find me um, on LinkedIn, Lindsay Clay, or www.connectedbrighton.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram, so at Lindsay Clay Coach, and obviously at Connected Brighton. That's amazing. And also you do your radio show, don't you? So, so yeah, we do. Yes, yeah, so we're on Radio Reverb. So it's a Brighton business show. It's 97.2 FM. I also have a, a podcast related to Connected. So we interview local hospitality and tourism entertainment figures. It's a really fun, it's a really fun one. And I also help coach people to get into their authentic power, which is what I've done to be true to myself, to live a life that makes me happy. This has all been about your amazing boldness um, but our theme for this for this uh, series of podcasts is being bold. So if there's one bit of advice that you could give to our listeners and to us, um, because you are such an inspirational person, but if there's one bit of advice you can be, you can give us about being bold, what would it be? For me, being bold is being true to yourself. So I talk about authenticity a lot. And whenever I look at points in my life when I wasn't being true to myself, or I was compromising 
or people pleasing, things have always gone horribly wrong. So for me, bold has been being brave enough to be truly myself and realizing that that is always going to be my best and easiest superpower and to really embrace it. So I would really encourage everybody to be true to themselves. And what a lovely note to end on. Lizzie, thank you so much for coming on Show Us Your Bits. It's been an absolute delight to meet you and we can't wait to come to some Connected Brighton events. I think they sound amazing. Lovely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I love that idea of um, getting to know Brighton a bit more because if you get sort of stuck in your ways doing your own thing. And actually, so I'm really excited about doing some of Lindsay's It's almost events. like a supper club, but in a really posh restaurant. So it's kind of like, you know, when you when supper clubs were a thing and everybody yeah. would turn up to supper clubs and meet complete strangers. Yeah. Um, it's just a bit like that. And I, I'm just, I desperately want to do it. And the fact is that you can do it as a couple or you can do it singularly. There's no, there's what I love about it is there's no rules she's not saying oh it, this is a dating thing she's not saying oh you've got to be single and you've got to be this age she's just saying whoever wants to meet up can meet up but a fascinating chat about how we all work differently and how and what's going on and how we're breaking down I thought it was so interesting what she said about that we're more like uh digitally connected than ever but physically well, we know that. I don't know about you, but I know that from the amount of messages I send on Facebook. But when do I actually meet up with these people? So yeah, I feel true. like, you know, we should do a lot more anyway. um, and we should put our phones down and actually meet up. Meet up face to face. Thanks so much for listening. It's been great to have you along. If you liked what you heard, please like, share, subscribe, review, rate. <laughs> Whatever there is, all, Whatever, the, all, all the options, of please just do a lot of it. <laughs> and uh, please follow us on Instagram. We're at Show Us Your Bits Podcast and on Facebook. And if you have any stories, please do send them into us. We'd that love to hear from, from here. So until next time on Show Us Your Bits. Ta-ra! Ta-ra! Ta-ra.